Hello everyone, this is your girl, Eremoix Rose, and we are in the Goddess Lounge. First and foremost, thank you all of you who have been tuning in so far. Um, I've only completed two episodes, this is the third episode, and I just wanted to extend my gratitude to you, and thank you for sharing your time with me. Those of you who have reached out, sent messages, shared uh, my podcast, big hugs, much love, much honor to you. Um, I don't take anything for granted and I really appreciate it. Um, two things before we get into everything. Um, I will be increasing the, the amount of days I record. Um, normally I record and post on Sundays. So I'm thinking about adding a second day and I want you guys to leave me a message um, hop on my podcast, hop on Anchor, where the message session is, and let me know how many times a week would you guys like to hear uh, my podcast. I'm thinking about two days a week should be good. But if you guys are loving just a Sunday, something to look forward to, let me know. I'm here to cater to you, so I really want to know what your thoughts are. Um, the other thing is, I have two special goddesses I want to shout out today. Number one, happy birthday, Desi. You are a phenomenal being. You are a super intelligent woman and you deserve so much happiness. And I know that you are going to go far in all things you are trying to accomplish. I love you. Celebrate your day. Shake something twerk something do whatever makes you happy today it is all about you the second goddess i have to shout out is nicole tate my love i am so proud of you completed y'all her book it's going down the launch is tomorrow you guys have to know that I have been waiting and waiting and waiting for this book to come out for a long time. Her story is powerful. The tools and, and things she gives us to really find the goddess within is amazing. So the name of the book is She Awakens the Goddess Within. It is written by Nicole Tate. Those of you who are interested in ordering and supporting um her can definitely go on Amazon, type in Nicole Tate. You will see her book, She Awakens the Goddess Within, pop up, and you can go ahead and grab it. Um, there's definitely a digital copy in the link in her bio on Instagram. So you can follow her at Chloe World. It is the at sign, obviously. K H O L E E underscore world, W O R L D underscore. In her bio, she has a link that takes you right to the location of where you can purchase. Guys, once again, it's called She Awakens the Goddess Within. It is a guide to awakening your inner goddess and divine feminine warrior. Uh, she shared her journey in the most rawest form. And I'm going to tell you something. This girl definitely unlocked the mystery to her soul. And for her to share it with us, to be that vulnerable and that transparent, I don't take something like that for granted. It is definitely a good read. Please be sure you show some love. So now that I've gotten all the formalities out of the way, um, I definitely just want to say uh, I am just grateful to be surrounded by so many women making so many moves, accomplishing so many things 
in the year of 2018. It is going down. My melanated people are showing out. And I am proud of all of you who are accomplishing big things, who are making big moves, and who is just holding the fort down. Um, yeah, so now that I've gotten that exciting news out the way, let's go ahead and dive in. Um, we are on the series about self-love, self-worth, just everything pertaining to self, self-care, um, self-forgiveness, uh, being gentle with yourself. So that's what we're talking about um, for the month of April. So while I'm sitting here, I have to share with you guys that I have been reading a phenomenal book called the four agreements that was brought to my attention um by an aunt of mine and then brought to my attention again by uh, goddess chloe aka nicole tate um author of she awakens the goddess within you know i had to plug that in one more time <laughs> um that you can find on amazon um I can honestly say this book is phenomenal. Uh, the Four Agreements is written by Don Miguel Ruiz. And in reading that book so far, I have to say I see a lot of myself in there. Uh, from domestication, you know, the domestication process, um, all the way into self-abuse. How we settle for abuse from others because we self-abuse ourselves and allowing people to treat us a certain way because of what we endured and what we've been through. Nobody can do to you what you allow. That's what I got out of that. Um, you know, we all go through that phase growing up of where we want to fit in and we want to be normal. and We want to be with the cool kids. I was never a cool kid. I got bullied probably all the way up to middle school um, and through high school, I was just different. I mean, everybody wanted to ride regular horses and I wanted to ride a unicorn. That was just who I was. And, um, I held a lot of anger and resentment for that. I was confused and I didn't understand what it was about me that made me such a target. But the thing about it is the way we are domesticated, the way we are raised, if we meet an individual or come across a thing that means something may have to change or um, it's something we're not familiar with, we tend to judge it and look at it differently. And not just with people. If you notice, we do that with things, traditions, cultures. Um, and we just have so much to say about the next person. Yikes. Might need to uh, self-eval, you know, self-evaluate that situation right there. But that's my point. Um, you know, an act of self-love is protecting your space, protecting your energy, honoring yourself, doing things that helps aid you in operating in your highest good. We can't do that if we're minding business that doesn't pay us. We can't do that if we're more concerned with the opinion of others than our own opinion of ourselves. You know, you know how we are. For example, we're on a job. Somebody say they don't like something we did. What do we do? We get angry. Or we play like we understand. Okay. Mm -hmm. We act. And then when we get home, what do we, what do we think about? How such and such going to say they don't like what I did? I think I did a good job. And such and such this. And such and such don't even do that. That's the rant. That's what happens. That's what we do. And we allow it to bother us in such a way that we end up fucking up our own day. 
yeah, I cuss a lot, y'all. That's just who I am. There's a time and place for everything, but on my podcast, that's happening. Because you know what? If I can't be myself, if I can't be transparent with you guys, what am I doing this for? You know, let's keep it real. Let's keep it 100 <laughs> or 1,000, you know, as real as we can. Um, but in all seriousness, uh, we have to stop falling for the okie doke. We have to stop getting caught up in the illusion of what perfection is. And learn that there is no such thing as perfect. But what does exist is how you feel about yourself. A lot of the times when we um, do things or say things or have an issue with another person, it's because they are showing us a mirror of our shadow selves, of that side of ourselves that we haven't quite perfected yet. And then the other thing is when we see a person doing something great, a lot of us still react negatively Because we're not doing something great or we feel like we're not being great, like we're not doing something great or like someone is getting ahead of us. So with that being said, we have to consider the fact that we may be our own worst enemy. We may be the problem in this situation. Um, One thing I have learned in reading the four agreements um, is that. You will tolerate what you deal with based off of opinion. And I can prove it to you. Ladies, when we're interested in a guy, let's say we're, let's put ourselves, you know, in that girl circle, girl talk um, mode. When we're interested in a guy, instead of us being okay with being interested, what do we do? We run about our girlfriends, our mothers, cousins. And we want to get their opinion. What do you think? How do you think he look? Um, well, he does this. Do you think, you know, what, what do you think about it? Why does that matter? Why does that matter? And half of the time we end up in messed up situations listening to them because most women have been conditioned to be with a man who secured a bag and not care how he secures the bag. Oh, yeah, that's a subject for another day. I want that. I want y'all to let that settle in. There's so many women in prison right now for holding their man down, for being that ride or die. Yeah. Listening to their friends and their cousins, listening to TT and them. Yeah. Let's talk about that. You know, um, if we want to try a new restaurant, we always, hey, I heard about such and such. Yeah, I think about trying this. What do you think? Be cautious of asking people what they think about something because everyone is not going to give you a realistic answer. They're going to give you the answer that makes them feel good. They're going to give you an answer that sits well with them. You have some who are genuine who will, um, and you guys, excuse me, I do have a little cold. Uh, I'm sounding like a little bit of a frog right now, (laughs) but you do have people who will do things like, Rain on your parade in a condescending manner to make you feel like what you're doing isn't right, but you're really on task, on target. What's for you is for you. If you think that guy is cute and you want to pursue that guy, that's all the information you needed to go ahead and pursue. If you think that outfit is cute and it makes you feel good and you like the way it looks on you, why do you need the opinions of random people you don't know in the store? Because the people selling it to you are going to lie to you anyway because they're just trying to get their money. 
don't get me started on the illusions corporate America sells us. Let's just start there. If you want to try something new, why do we feel the need to seek approval and gratification um, from other individuals beyond ourselves? Well, according to the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, he says it is due to domestication. It is due to being used to self-abuse. And he points out so many things that I consider facts because I lived it. Um, you know, in the introduction, he talks about the smoky mirror. And, um, you know, he just goes into how, you know, we are really, really brainwashed. You know, um, what I love about it is that he made it known that we can change our lives. He made it known that um, we are we are responsible for shaping our reality. I think that's the best way I could put it. Um, the first chapter touches on um, domestication and the dream of the planet. And how we're dreaming when we're awake, even, you know, um, John Lennon said living is easy with eyes closed, misunderstanding all you see. And there's so many facts to that that we often ignore all because we want to do what feels good. And most of the time, what feels good to us has to be wrapped up in the opinion of another individual beyond ourselves. Um you know, we tend to perceive things in a linear way. And um, it's just kind of sad, honestly, guys. I feel like we're doing ourselves a disservice when we do that. You know, um, we have the capability and the power to make our reality be exactly what we want it to be. But we are so distracted by mundane things that we... Um, We kind of just give up and we kind of just settle. Um, when you're raised, you know, and he did talk about this in a book as, uh, book as well, the process, the domestication of humans, you know, how children are domesticated the same way that we domesticate a dog or a cat or any other animal, you know, punishing the dog and then giving him a treat when he's, when he's good, training our children um, who we claim to love. As if they're an animal with a system of punishment and reward. I think that that is so powerful because when we look at it, is that really how we want to raise our kids? Um, I am a mother. Um, I'm also a bonus mom. So altogether, I have four children. And I definitely, definitely instill discipline in them. But I don't like saying oh, you're a good girl, or oh, you're a good boy, or you're a bad, I feel like I'm talking to a puppy. Um, my children, for sure, have free spirits, and they are highly creative for their age. They are super creative. Um, my daughter is a super deep person for her age that tends to shock people, but she's that way because I allow her to be who she was. See, when our kids are born, they're already who they're going to be, and I personally feel like their journey through life 
It's just finishing unfinished business from the past life. You have to let your kids be who they're going to be. You have to let people be who they're going to be. All you can do is accept another person as they are and meet them where they're at and be okay with it. You know, we have to stop making everything about us. How a person acts, what they do, what they eat. How is that our business? I, I have a friend on Facebook who has made a significant change in her life by going vegan. And um, I'm not going to put her name out there because that's not important. But um, she's doing phenomenal. She has a, a great business going on. And um, she's just super dope as a person. I've known her since elementary. And um, I was surprised to see how many people gave their unwanted ass opinion about her going vegan. Now, she's not obese. She's very much fit and in shape, a yogi head. <laughs> and um, what I love about her is she made a status pretty much saying like, you know, it amazes her that people have so much to say about what she puts in her mouth. And that stuck out to me and that has sat with me pretty much since then. There's a lot of people I know who wants to make changes in their life and do certain things and try certain things, but won't because they're afraid of what the majority will think. Well, that stems from that domestication process. Think about all the kids who get ready to go to college. They don't choose majors they want. They choose majors that make mommy and daddy proud. I have been victim of that. I, I chose things to get into met in the medical field that was not what I wanted to do. Um, the things that I wanted to do were not looked at in my family as something I could really be successful at, such as makeup artistry or catering or uh, being an author. These are things, you know, or going deeper into my spiritual practices, uh, practices and just um, aiding in healing other individuals. Um, they didn't understand that. They didn't know what that was. But I had to consider the fact that they came from a different time, that they were very much older than me and that their generation operated a lot differently. But everyone's not going to consider that. I also had to realize that what they think of me is not my damn business, even if they are family, even if they are the people who raised me. This is my life. This is my path. And I have to do what serves me. Because if I lived a life based off of what made other people feel good, I'd be depressed all the time. You'd be depressed all the time. That is not what we're doing. That is not what we're doing. Um, another part uh, in the four agreements that I want to touch on is when he talks about how we are our biggest self-abusers. And I'm going to tell you something. I really don't care what anyone else thinks on that part. I know it to be true because I've lived it. Um, when we don't live up to our idea of perfection or what we think having our shit together is or what we consider wealthy, we are like just the biggest judgmental people. We tear ourselves. We tear ourselves down. We criticize ourselves in such a way that we literally hurt our own feelings. We literally hurt our own feelings. We literally talk ourselves out of opportunity 
You know, sometimes we just need to breathe. I I have these um, Archangel Oracle cards and I, I always start my day pulling cards. Um, that is my gift. And I make sure to pull for myself so that I know what my focus needs to be today. This morning, I literally pulled some cards and I'm like, look, I'm kind of torn. I want to focus on self-love, but I don't want to talk about the pretty stuff. Like we all know that we can do the mundane things and go to the spa and, and then sit by the water and throw rocks and, and watch the ducks and yeah, whatever. We all know we can do that. But what about Dealing with the things that we have endured from our childhood up until adulthood. The things that we do and say and consider that causes us to pass down trauma to our children and them to their children. Like at what point are we going to address what is keeping the cycle going? So I pulled cards on myself and I asked the cards, I said, what should I share with the world today? What should I tie into what I'm talking about today? Kid you not. First card I pulled was breathe. Archangel Raphael. Take several deep breaths and exhale slowly to awaken your energy and to release old patterns. The interesting thing about that is we're so on the go. That we never do that. And that right there is definitely a part of self-love. You have to stop and breathe. You have to stop and sit quietly and just breathe. And sometimes in doing that, you'll realize, well, maybe I'm making a bigger deal about something that really isn't that much of a big deal. Or, dang, you know... I said something or went about something the wrong way and I know I'm wrong and maybe I should I should show some compassion and 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 apologize or uh, uh do something differently. And it's funny because compassion was the second card I pulled. The second card, compassion was Archangel Zad uh, Zadkiel and it said soften your heart with respect to the situation and all the people involved including yourself. Self-forgiveness, self-compassion, those things are an act of self-love. Being impeccable with your word is one of the four agreements, but be impeccable with your word to yourself first. That is so important. Y'all don't believe me on this self-abuse stuff, right? So I got a couple of scenarios I could point out. But before I do, I want to read just, you know, a couple of paragraphs of this to you, because if you can't view something without seeing yourself in it, what are you really seeing? What are you really gaining? What are you really learning? Let's get out the matrix. Let's wake up. So Don Miguel Ruiz says on page 19. Um, humans punish themselves endlessly for not being what they believe they should be. They become very self-abusive and they use other people to abuse themselves as well. But nobody abuses us more than we abuse ourselves. And it is the judge, the victim, and the belief system that makes us do this. True. We find people who say their husband or wife or mother or father abused them. But you know that we abuse ourselves much more than that. 
The way we judge ourselves is the worst judge that ever existed. If we make a mistake in front of people, we try to deny the mistake and cover it up. But as soon as we are alone, the judge becomes so strong. The guilt is so strong and we feel so stupid or so bad or so unworthy. Find the lie in that. There is not one individual on this planet who can say that is not true. And that's my opinion. My personal opinion. We all ladies, we've had that moment, y'all. You know, when we get those new shoes, the new heels, new stilettos, you know, and we think we cute and we trying to break them in and we walk in, but we accidentally pop that ankle real quick. We didn't fall. We almost did, but we still did enough for it to be seen. And what is the first thing we say? Shit. I hope nobody saw that. Do we not? Find the lie. Or when we drop something at the grocery store and it break open. Y'all gonna act like y'all never walked out the aisle and act like it wasn't you before? I, I've done that a couple of times. Then I felt bad and I went back and told the clerk what I did. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, find the lie. We, I was so concerned about what the clerk was going to think about me that it was like, really? Turn back around and go say what you did. Because we have to be honorable. <laughs> you know, like, find the lie. Guys, when a girl turns them down for a number. And they go back to their homie and they dog the girl. Man, she was this or her breath stank or this and that. Instead of just saying, I wasn't her type. What's wrong with acknowledging that you may have not been someone's type? Nowadays, a girl turned down a gentleman's number. I'm sorry, a man's number. You don't even know if you're going to make it home. Find the lie in what he's saying. Please. That brings me to the third card. Divine order. A lot of us don't like order. But it's happening whether we want it to or not. Archangel Raguel, everything is how it needs to be right now. Look past the illusion and see underlying order. Everything I am saying is in divine order because I am not saying anything I have not lived or have not experienced. And it is so amazing to me. You guys have to understand this book was brought to me multiple times within the last year. And it stayed in my mind, but I just never purchased it. It took it being my lucky number, one of them anyway, seven. This book was seven seventy seven for me to get it at a time in my life where I am exposing and being transparent and being vulnerable with the world. With, you know, using this platform to to be real and to encourage my sisters and my brothers to do better, to not make the same mistakes I made, to self-love and self-care and believe in yourself and turn your ear off to all of the naysayers. Stop seeking the opinion of other people. Be impeccable with your word to yourself. Like that's this right here is in divine order. That is a pure example of that. There's so many of you who unfortunately are going through things just because you're not self-aware. 
I know I used to do it too. And you're going to hear me continuously refer back to myself because I want you to know that I'm not better than you. I'm not beneath you, but I'm also not better than you. I'm right where you are. We are all on the same page. We are all trying to make something of ourselves, be great, know our destiny, know our purpose and walk in that thing. That's all we're all trying to do. Live our best life. That is what we're trying to do. And in order to do that successfully, the first thing we have to do is look in the mirror. That is the first thing we have to That is the first thing we have to do. So, you know, and upon doing that, you set yourself free in so many ways, in so many ways. So we have to sit up there and we have to acknowledge that, that we have to be more self-aware, you know, um, the one thing down repeated a lot, uh, between page 19 and 20 is that. In your whole life, nobody has ever abused you more than you have abused yourself. And the limit of your self-abuse is exactly the limit that you will tolerate from someone else. Find the lie. Please. When we are conditioned to believe certain things, we tolerate certain things. Think about it. A woman who has been beaten on will tolerate a man who verbally abuses her, but not physically abuses her. Who mentally manipulates her, but isn't punching her in the face. So, with that being said, with that being said in itself, that's proof of what he's saying. We'll deal with certain toxic family members just because. And then we'll wonder why our feelings end up hurt. And the one thing you don't want to do is lie to yourself. How do you live your best life living a lie? You know, um, a lot of times in life, we all have had humiliating moments. We've had people mistreat us. And that's because subconsciously we say we deserve it. And that's because we're conditioned to believing that that's our worth because of what we've been through. We have to accept and love our, ourselves. Um, Don Miguel Ruiz says, you know, we have the need to be accepted and to be loved by others, but we cannot accept and love ourselves. He says the more self-love we have, the less we will experience self-abuse. Self-abuse comes from self-rejection and self-rejection comes from having an image of what it means to be perfect and never measuring up to that ideal. See, I'm going to have to read that again. Self-abuse comes from self-rejection. And self-rejection comes from having an image of what it means to be perfect and never measuring up to that ideal. He says our image of perfection is the reason we reject ourselves. It is why we don't accept ourselves the way we are and why we don't accept others the way they are. I'm not going to go any further than that as far as this book, because you guys need to read it. I, I'm just being honest. You have to read it for yourself. But once again, find the lie in that. That is what's so amazing to me. Um, 
it's true. It's so much truth to that, that it's really no denying. It's absolutely no denying that we are conditioned to believe that and we choose to believe that. We have to really make sure that we are being honest with ourselves, that we are showing ourselves self-love, that we are taking measures to self-care. We have to understand that self-love and self-care is not just journaling. It's not just writing. It's not just going to the spa. It's not just lighting sage and Palo Santo. It's not just going to church. It is protecting yourself. It is honoring your own energy. It is being honest with yourself. It is saying, yo, I fucked up. This mindset I had right now was not correct, but now I got to do better. That's self-care. That's self-love. And you know what else that is? Growth. That's saying I love myself enough to operate in my highest good. And this is a mistake I made. So if I see here... This is what's causing this, and I'm paying attention to the patterns, to the ripple effect. Then I'm going to make the necessary changes to protect myself, to honor my energy, to be true to myself, so that I could walk in a path that is destined for me. And you don't owe no one an explanation about the changes you are making for yourself. I've been guilty of it. You've been guilty of it. We've been guilty of it. Who are they? I don't care if it's your mom. Mom, I love you, but you lived your life. Now it's my turn to live mine and I'm going out with a bang. You have no idea how many gifted people I run across that don't operate in their gifts and their passions because they're more concerned about what other people think. There's this low-key thing happening right now. Um especially in my community, where if a person does the same thing as another person, people feel some kind of way. And you know what? I'm going to address that because I'm seeing it too much. And I'm going to be honest. You know, my opinion is just an opinion. You could hear it, care, and you can hear it and not care. Or you cannot hear it at all. I'm still going to sleep good. But to be quite honest, this crab barrel mentality, we're going to touch on that again. That is an act of self-sabotage. Therefore, you are not showing yourself self-love. Therefore, you are not honoring your own energy. Therefore, you are not focused on your path. Because if you were truly focused and engulfed in what it is you are supposed to be doing, you would not be worried about what these other people are doing. You are not the only person that can sing. You are not the only person that can write. You are not the only person that can pull cards. You are not the only person who can make treats. You are not the only person who can sew, do hair. You guys, we all are filled with gifts some of us are multifaceted some of us can multitask some of us can do more than one thing and it is their right to try and make it happen now i do not support i do not support the condescending sneaky okay i'm gonna do this with you and then go run off and do something on their own that they already discussed with somebody that they were going to do that is snake behavior that is untrustworthy behavior so count it a blessing when people do that to you because they just showed you who they really were. And if you are operating in self-love and self-care, well, then how are you really mad that that person did that to you? All they did was reveal the truth about who they were. Okay. Does that mean I'm going to stop loving you? No. Does that mean I'm going to stop being friends with you? No. 
We can still go to the mall and get some clothes and stuff. We can still hang out. We can still cook together. I'm just not going to share my business ideas with you anymore. That's how you handle that. And you still show love and you still support. Why? Because you owe it to yourself. Because you know you're not the only one gifted at something. Why? Because that's your sister or that's your brother. Just because y'all both play the drums don't mean y'all both gonna go on tour. Just because y'all both teach don't mean y'all both gonna end up at a university. He might want to teach overseas. And while you hating on him, his goal and his ultimate finish line goal where he's trying to go ain't even anywhere near what it is you're trying to do. Y'all just carry the same gift, same essence, same product. There's a difference from those who are passionate and those who are just hustling. But that's another topic for another day. My point is, is that self-love starts with self. In order, in order, excuse me, in order to self-love, you have to realize the self-sabotaging behaviors that causes you to be lacking in that area. Because I could scream, I love myself all day. But if my life and my actions does not reflect that, who am I lying to? I ain't lying to you. I'm lying to myself. That's going to be more detrimental to myself and my household and my family and my kids than it is you. Therefore, I don't have time to consider your opinion. And that is the same way you guys should be thinking about your own situation. If you tell me tomorrow you want to be an astronaut, guess what I'm going to say? Oh, what food you want me to pack? When we going? Where you going? Where you going first? Can you, can you carry a camera? Because yes, I'm that extra. I will ask those type of questions. I'm tired of the competition, y'all. Like, I'm tired of watching my fellow people in Detroit, especially. Yes, I'm going to say it. I'm tired of watching y'all kill each other. I'm tired of watching y'all pull each other down. It's time for collaboration. It's time for linking up. It's time for us to stop the self-sabotaging behavior. It's time for us to look at ourselves and take accountability for what we have created in our life. We can't hang on to what's been done in the past. Oh, he hit me. Okay. And that's unfortunate. But what are you doing about that now? That was 10 years ago. Oh, he left me and married somebody else. Oh, my God. Okay. And? What's your point? What does that have to do with your now? What does that have to do with your purpose? Everything is in divine order. That might have been a blessing. You might have missed out on something tragic. Stop. And that's what I mean with the jealousy. You guys are so like, like, and I'm going off of what I see. I'm telling y'all what I see and what I've experienced. But some of the people I've come across can be very jealous. And it's like when I see jealousy behavior in society, period. Um, most of the time it's because they feel they're lacking or they're envy of an illusion. You know, you see it with celebrity couples all the time. They say it. Y'all see all the good stuff, the glamour, the money, the trips. But there's, there's celebrity couples that getting their ass beat at home too. That's being cheated on. 
that's being hurt that a label is turning down saying they're not good enough or changing their image and making them cookie cutter to fit what, what they feel we like because that's what they use the media for to condition us to believe. Cookie cutter bullshit. So that we're distracted and we're not focused on ourselves and getting in alignment with ourselves and tapping into this power that we possess within ourselves. You know, on one end I admire corporate America, but on the other end I despise it simply because I see all of the ideas and all of the gifts and I'm around so many beautiful people that can really make a difference. But people are so money hungry for a dollar, for a value of a dollar that is fading and decreasing day by day. Honey, what is you doing? <laughs> like, we're so just out of balance that things are chaotic our community is in the state of chaos and unity in the same moment we unfortunately had an incident where a teenage black boy was shot because he missed the bus and he was asking for directions he didn't know what to do he was new to the area um according to the news and um that was in michigan in rochester and uh my heart goes out to that family and it bothers me. I have a, I have three boys. So, you know, what happens if we up and move to a suburban area and they miss the bus? Dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, we really got to look at what's going on around us. You know? We're not even going to touch on that serious situation right now because we'll be on this podcast forever. But my point is, it comes a time where we have to let go of self-sabotaging behavior so that we can operate in our highest good. So that we can self-love and self-care properly. Self-love and self-care is not just mundane, materialistic, aesthetic things. You know what I'm saying? It's getting real with yourself it's getting real with yourself it's being honest with yourself it's being honest with yourself it's saying i believe the lie i told myself that i was right about something but really i was dead ass wrong and i need to check myself honoring yourself is not pretty Self-love is not always pretty. Self-care is not always pretty. Self-care is deep. You could be detoxing. When you detox, is it pretty? You break out. You stay on the toilet. You're, you're, you're sweating. You're learning and noticing things about your body. Sometimes it's painful. And sometimes it's lonely. But in the midst of all of that, In the midst of all of that, it's the ultimate goal that puts a smile on our face. It's the ultimate goal that makes us keep going and that allows us and that allows us to look at ourselves in such a way where we're like, hey, now I love myself. Now I can see you love yourself enough to make the necessary changes you need to function. In your day-to-day -day life. 
Love yourself enough to make the necessary changes to be and do and go where it is you're trying to go. Because what's for you, my dear, is for you. Your light is your light. Can't nobody dim your shine. So stop listening to anyone outside yourself. Don't listen to anyone outside yourself. Trust your intuition. That's why you got it. Trust the energy that you feel, the vibes. They're not lying to you. Some of us could have avoided some really bad relationships, marriages. Some of us could have avoided some toxic friendships, some pretend sisters in our life, pretend brothers in our life. If we just would have listened to our intuition. Because the signs were there, but we were so wrapped up in the illusion of fitting in and belonging that we tolerated abuse and a bullshit. And now what? We want to cry and be the victim? I say this with love, but let's say no to being the victim in 2018. Let's stand up and take accountability for ourselves, our actions, our thoughts. Our emotions. Let's stand up and stand in solidarity with one another and encourage each other and pour and invest into each other's businesses and uplift one another. If you have a business and you are confident and secure within yourself that you would like to promote on my podcast, please let me know. I will be happy to do so. I don't care if three of you do the same thing. It's not about that. It is time for the fuckery and the foolery to stop. Don't y'all see what's going on? And the sad part is no matter how much I talk about this, I have to be okay with knowing that everybody is not going to receive this. Everyone is not going to be like, oh, wow, she, you know, she was talking real. Some people are going to be like, oh, she cussed too much. Well, that's your problem, not mine. Because I'm not going to be fake and I'm not going to be a pretender. That's just not my forte. That's just not how I get down. So if it bothers you, then maybe this isn't the podcast for you. However, this message is for those who needed it. This message is coming at a time of divine order. You have to be honest with yourselves. You guys are too beautiful, too gifted, too talented. Do you know how talented y'all are? So, I mean, stop. Get out your own way. It hurts me to see the same individuals I grew up with or that were older than me as a child still on a corner doing the same shit, wearing the same shit. What are we doing? Kings, what are y'all doing? Queens, what are y'all doing? My purpose is to simply shed light by sharing my experience with you. It's not easy because in order for me to do that, I have to admit that everything I just talked about, I once was. And I say that with confidence and I say that unapologetically I do not have it all together I am not the cookie cutter wife 
I am not the perfect mom. I make mistakes too. I have days where I just want to feed my kids ramen noodles because I'm tired. I have days where I know I need to straighten up the house, but you know what? I'm just emotionally exasperated and I think I'm just going to chill to myself in my room. I have days that I'm too tired. You know what? I done cooked this big old meal. I'll do the dishes tomorrow. I have a very active household. My house is not perfect all the time. My hair is not perfect all the time. You guys see the pictures and yeah, my makeup look nice, but that don't mean I'm happy all the time. I go through things just like you. I have challenges and obstacles and things I have to learn through these obstacles. Lessons. Lessons just like you. I had self-sabotaging behavior. I had that. A lot of it I've tackled, but I still got a great deal to go. I know what it's like to cry at night because you're not where you want to be. But let me tell you something. You are exactly where you need to be. Soak all of it in. Stay positive. Analyze yourself. And decide what it is you want or don't want for yourself. And you walk in your truth. You honor your energy and you continue to love yourself to a capacity of realness. If something is not honoring you, respecting you, love yourself enough to walk away. Love yourself enough to stand tall. Love yourself enough to speak your truth. Open up that throat chakra. Speak your truth. What's for you is for you. Nobody can take it from you. Don't let nothing stop you. I don't care if, if Emily, Keisha, Betty, Pat, and freaking Katie decide to copy your potato salad tomorrow. You keep making the one that you, can, that you love and that everyone else love. Why does it matter what they do? Why does it matter what the next person is doing? That is the point of this podcast. I'm shedding light on all of it. What are we doing what are we doing? Love yourself enough to make changes that will not only benefit you, but benefit your children and their children. Let's break the cycle. Let's kill the crab barrel mentality. Let's kill the ego. Hmm. Let's kill the judgment. Let's kill the self-abuse. Love yourself in every way possible. But you only need to take notes from your reflection in the mirror. With that being said, I'm going to end this podcast with a quote. Don't fall prey to other people's expectations, but pace yourself and do you. And I'm going to say it one more time. Don't fall prey to other people's expectations I don't care who it is but pace yourself and do you honor yourself honor your energy honor your vision that is self-love self-care compassion and self-worth be gentle with yourself and be gentle with others because most of them don't know what they're doing they're just following the masses I thank you for sharing your time with me. Today things got real. It got a little lengthy, but that's all right. 
I love you. I appreciate you. Stay up. Walk in love. Be in love. Be peace. And stay woke. You guys, enjoy your Sunday. I'm out.